Are you asking me on a date, Blitzy? Hello, lovely listeners. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Not Just Tentacles, where I, Rachel, attempt to demystify anime. And animation. Yes, that's true. And I, Ruth, state permanently mystified. We've been doing these for a while, but now we are finally here. It's the very last of the recaps before we're up to date with Hell of a Boss. Yay! Woohoo! And this is Aussies, which was a real game changer for the series. And to say that this episode is divisive is a massive understatement. We'll go into why in, well, however so many minutes it takes. But um, so... It should be less than one. <laughs> Recaps should never be longer than the original material. Yeah, yeah, you've got a point there. Right, so the scene, well, the episode rather, opens in Imp City, kind of pans across into the Imp The one glimpse of Luna this year, this year, this episode. <laughs> yeah, she's um, drink. she's um, getting pissed at her desk while reading an article about Ferocica going on about how binge drinking is sexy. She slops it all over the grimoire and then suddenly the portal opens and in comes a tree and a decapitated head. Yeah, not just any old head, just a, a random lumberjack. Yeah, they've killed a fuck ton of lumberjacks, apparently. And they're all... They're all horny. Yeah, they're all horny and waving chainsaws around and really woohoo. And um, it turns out it's Moxie and Millie's first wedding anniversary. Aww. Yeah. And um, this is obviously a nod to the fact that it was precisely a year since um, the hell of us started properly because the very first episode, Murder Family, was released in Halloween. And this was also released in Halloween. So a whole year after that. And Blitz just doesn't get the idea of wedding anniversaries. So he's made this um, reservation to Aussies, which is an exclusive club in the Lust Ring, which is couples only. But Blitz is kind of going, oh, I'm coming along. And Boxy's like, no, 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 no. And, um, yeah, Millie's made the the reservation. For, no, no Moxie's Moxie made the made reservation it. for Millie. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And um, he's trying to be romantic and everything, but Blitz just isn't getting it. And then he finally goes... I wear something nice. Yeah, he finally goes whistling off and um, Moxie's like... <laughs> little anger muffin. And then Millie's saying... That she's, oh, calm down. Don't get to you. Yeah, and then she's okay, saying that she's going to lick the blood off and um, she drags him away. He's clearly just had a boner because his tail's doing the whole something else. <laughs> also right. Boing. <laughs> and he's all, he's all flushy and blushy and it's really cute. So the next we see of them, they're um, about to travel to Lost, which... There's a special noise of a horny demon tail. It's like... <laughs> but I also love the voiceover saying you're going to be at Lost in however so many minutes. And that's an elevator or a plane. I'm, I'm sure what it's supposed to be it's, it's a bit like the departure boards at um grand central station yeah like a really really swanky elevator that's able to carry tons of people and most of whom are in silhouette so they're all dolled up and looking glam and blitz is sneaking around behind them pulling a face that looks exactly like the pink panther um he, he does <laughs> he's got the whole kind of big eyes sort of feline smirk thing that the pink panther does you see you see you saw the pink panther i saw wiley coyote but either way it's got that whole kind of looney tunes um 
cartoon face going the, on. The mm-hmm, Acme ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, he um, leaves Luna a message saying that he's going to be up late and not to wait for him and so on. I like the fact that she's saved in his phone as Looney Poo. Oh, no, I can't blame her for finding him cringe at times when he calls her stuff like that. And um, Okay, Rekapoo. <laughs> no. So they arrive in Lust, which is... Like Vegas only more along the sexy lines. Um it's apparently a nod Mina? <laughs> <laughs> It's apparently a nod to some other animation, but I couldn't tell you what it is. I'm sure somebody will be able to let let us in on it. Please somebody on the internet message us. Yeah, tell us what it is a reference to. And um uh, and they go up towards the door and um, Blitz tries to sneak in, but a big... Can I just say that the imp on the door is... <laughs> yeah, so Jesse the imp, he... Um... How do you know his name's Jesse? Oh, he's, it's, it's been um, said in the wiki and somebody else said it, apparently. By the way... Right, unless it's actually said on the screen. <laughs> so he tells... This Blitz... isn't Star Wars, you know, where yeah, somebody's got a whole fucking backstory and they're just on screen for one second and, the and they don't get named. Jeez, sorry, I've never been able to get over that. And I just thought it was thematically <laughs> appropriate. <laughs> Playing the same song! Anyway, the sexy door imp um, tells him to beat it because he's not there in a couple. Blitz tries to hit on him and for once it doesn't work, he just ends up being thrown into a bin. Mm. And he's like... You prude and doing his middle finger, and then you think, "Oh no!" Because then an awful devious Do your look middle finger. creeps across his face, and you're like, "Oh, Blitz, no, please don't!" And the next thing we know, we are in Stolas's palace. He is sitting at the table eating cereal. Hang on, why are you? Oh no, please don't, because I. I mean, you know. Okay, so Blitz has got an ulterior motive, but. He really does love Stolas. Yeah, but th- this is the thing that I have always found so tricky about watching this series. I gathered from episode two that Stolas genuinely was in love with Blitz, although this apparently came to everybody as else as a surprise when they were watching this episode. Not to me, it didn't. <laughs> See, this is why you need gay people watching this show, because apparently straight people don't get it. So anyway, poor Stolas is moping around. I'm not gay. I'm bi. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? You need queer people watching it. So poor Stolas is moping around because Via is with her mum for the weekend. So he goes into the lounge and he starts watching Hella Novella. <laughs> and ha- having been the kind of person who fires up Madre Solo Idos on Netflix, yeah. I mean, okay, E.T.'s eating cereal as well. Couldn't he have chosen a better cereal than something that looks like packaging with marshmallows in? But... I thought it looked nice. I thought it looked like, like Lucky Charms or something. It's the sort of thing that I used to eat when I was younger. Oh, yeah, I could really fancy some Lucky Charms oh, right now. God. Tell you what, in the morning, as soon as we can, because we are recording this late night before bed because that's how rock and roll we are. Yeah. On a weeknight. <laughs> We, we we need to get some lucky charms in the morning. We do. So, hello. Although I've got to make sure I don't wear green. Starring a lass called Gabriella who's in love with somebody called Alejandro. And she's like, Alejandro. Why don't you love me? And Stolas is like, That's a mood, Gabriella. Which apparently is the thing that Bryce is asked to sign the most when people ask him to sign a mood, their, or, their autographs with Stolas on. They always ask him to write that. 
So he is obviously watching trashy soap operas and so on, eating cereal. So he's clearly at a low ebb. But then a cloud of smoke rises from his phone and it says Blitzy is calling. And it's so cute. The font, just even the font. It's like, oh, he's in love. And he gags on his spoon. He kind of flails around to the phone, spilling cereal everywhere with some mysteriously... Was it like that for you when I used to phone you? Yeah, it still is. And he... He, his, then some bunny slippers mysteriously appear on his feet, but I don't mind about that because they're cute. He picks up the phone and Blitz is kind of going, do you want to come to a club? And Paul Stolas, because this is when the straight people finally gathered that he genuinely does love him, that he doesn't just see him as his screwing piece because he's all, you do it best. What do, what do you want me to do? Are you asking me on a date? Oh, I've already done that. But anyway, he gets hard eyes. His face is transformed. Are you asking me on a date, please? He looks beautiful. Oh, yes. His hair's all lovely and quiffed. He's made the effort. Even his, like, the shaggy bits on his toes are looking pretty. But anyway, so um, Blitz asks him how soon he can get to last. And he says he can be there in 20. And somebody timed in. It is apparently 20 seconds it takes from him to get from there, to get to his wardrobe, to start pulling clothes on and um, to do his makeup and everything. And he makes his uh, stripe in his hair to look like Gabriella. So he's such a fanboy. It's just all really, really cute. And he is clearly... Just so excited to finally being, be on a proper date with Blitz. So he opens up a portal and is in lust. And um, Blitz looks up at him. There's this really awkward spotlight. So you can tell that he's thinking that he's looking hot. But being Blitz, he can't actually say, you look nice. He's just like, it's a bit much, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. you just think, oh, fuck off. <laughs> and um, they go back up to the door. And the doorman is about to throw Blitz away and call him a shithead. And, Do we have a problem? Yeah, and they don't even fit in the same frame. You've got him holding hands. And this is what I love, the fact. I like the fact that you can see the stars in his cloak. Yeah, that they, they must have blown half the animation budget just on that cloak and the fact he's doing a pda and he's so wants this to be a date and wants them to be a couple and it just hurts so much so they go in and you can tell blitz is already having second thoughts because he does obviously want to perv a moxie and millie because that seems to be one of his greatest pleasures in life but you can see him thinking well i'm now i'm actually on a date with stolas and it is Looking at Stolas, it is how you feel when you go... And, and uh, Blitz is stuck on a pair, pile of books. One of which is the Karma Sutra. Was it? Yeah, so this little imp. I love the way that the imp gives the uh, Blitz this kind of, oh, nice, you've done well there kind of thing at him. Oh, and speaking of imps doing well for themselves... um. Stolas's butler is also there with a crowd of admirers. Um, I love the fact that practically every bit part you've seen in the series so far, like that guy that always looks miserable with his missus, she's given him a blowjob under the table. Oh, and also um, Verosica and Wally are there, but we don't find that. Are they later. together? Um, no, they're not. He's being the bartender and she's just there for entertainment. I, I quite like the fact that earlier Verosica was just a bitch, but in this episode she's more like taylor swift but on the flip side of 
So it's painful because you can see that Stolas is trying so hard. And this is when he starts calling him Blitz. Because until then it was always Blitzy. But now that he's on a date with him and wants to be his boyfriend. He is just trying so hard to make an effort and make Blitz notice him. And Blitz is too busy looking through his binoculars looking for Moxie and Billy. And you're just like, ah. And this woman comes over to the table. And this is one of the first signs for all the people that kept insisting, oh, maybe he's bi, that Stolas is definitely gay. Because she goes, oh, can I get you two off? And he just looks at her like she's speaking a foreign language. It's like, no, I'm here with my man. What are you doing? And Blitz just continues to ignore him. And then he finally asks the armor-piercing question because before Blitz, um, when he was saying, how's your day been? What have you been doing? He was like, oh, we've killed people, etc." But then Stolas is like, well, why did you ask me out after all this time? And he can't say anything. But then, then we realise that the MC for tonight's entertainment is none other than Faze. The real Faze. Ooh. Okay. Well, he is, after all, Blitz's worst enemy, and Veroskov is there too, so it's like all of his exes are in the same room. Oh, it's like something good for Sarah Waters' novel. <laughs> I know. Awkward! Or Scott Pilgrim and his seven evil exes only two in this instance and um so then you get an amazing show number sung by Fizzarelli played by Alex Brightman aka Beetlejuice from Broadway and Asmodeus the god of lust and proprietor of the establishment played by what's his name um James Monroe Inglehart, I believe his, his name is, who also played the genie on Broadway and was the Jefferson after David Diggs. So he has one heck of a voice on him. But before... Oh, I could listen to his voice all evening. But before we go into that, the reason that kicks all this off is because Moxie wants to perform for Millie. So he starts singing a little song. I love you, 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 I love you more than that. It's really cute, but it I love you. It doesn't fit the surroundings at all. So Fizz and Ozzy laugh at him, tell him off, etc. Try to get him something a bit sexier, but he can't because that's not Moxie. And um, unfortunately, Blitz thinks it's appropriate for him to butt in and say, I've seen these two pork thousands of times, at which point poor Moxie is just looking absolutely And believe me, they make missionary look interesting. I know. And so he is looking horrified. Poor Stolas is looking mortified too. It's like, oh my God, I'm in love with a man that watches his employees have sex. Millie doesn't seem too bothered, but then Millie, as we know, loves Blitz and puts up with pretty much anything he does. And then, of course, Fizz, once he realises that his arch enemy and ex is there, just keeps piling on. Because we've already seen what a nasty shit Fizz is. I mean, we saw that one in his robot incarnation. Earlier on in this episode, he was going on about and wanting to slap a lawsuit on whoever it was that burned Lululand. Which was, uh, which was... Blitz. Blitz. And Stolas indirectly. So they were kind of hiding behind the menus at this point. And it's just like, if this is meant to be stand-up, it's I didn't shit. notice Stolas hiding. Yeah, they, they, were both, they were both cringing at that point. They're like, mm, 
know. So it was just like, I don't understand why Fizz is famous. I, I just think he's a jerk. You get stand-up comics that are like that, though. Yeah. They write, like, the jerk point. I mean, I remember one dead comedian being nasty to my mum. And he was, like, famous all over the country. Had his own TV show. And he was doing a show in Blackpool. Anyhow. Yeah, he, let, he was he was making an ableist joke, and it was about my mum's disability. And uh, if my dad had been uh, somebody else, <laughs> then he might have done what Millie does later. Yeah. So um, it is awful. So we've already seen Fizz demonstrating what an absolute cunt he is. I mean, okay, I don't blame him for being icked out by somebody in the audience who's got loads of sex dolls of him because that is gross. But he just, once he realises Blitz is there... Who like, had lots of sex dolls of him? And there was a guy at one of the tables who's like, I have five of them! Well, fi five Fizzarellis. Sex dolls, yeah. And, and oh, he was yeah. like, keep that guy far away from me. I can't do his voice. But anyway, back to the song. So once he sees Blitz, he just will not let go and starts having a go. Then suddenly Ferocica joins in. And, in musical form. Yeah, that's the best bit of this song, to be honest, when she's going on about how he's um, a selfish imp in the sheets and even worse in the streets. <laughs> and you've got Stolas kind of looking her up and down and going, what? He dated her? Good grief. I mean, I, he probably thinks that Blitz is much better than her anyway, but you know what he's like. And um, But this is when it gets really nasty. And this is something that I have argued with so many people about because I and see... People on the internet, not people in person. Yeah, not people in person. I don't talk to... I mean, to you just don't go to random people down the supermarket and go, <laughs> hi! But you get lots of people. I see this as an outing. I see it as a deliberate, nasty, calculated outing. And yet you get lots of people going, oh, weren't they outing themselves by going there? It's like... Wow. No, no, you don't do that. Queer people never get to leave the house because it's hypocritical because Fizz and Ozzy are clearly in love themselves in a relationship and so on. So they are deliberately outing another couple. And the fact that they're having a go at Stolas about his family life, saying that he's throwing it all away, that he has a smoking wife and a kid that he's neglecting. And this is another thing I hate because you get lots of idiots going, oh, they're so right. They're calling him out for his disgraceful behaviour. He's such a bad husband. He's such a bad father. He deserves all this. And you're like, he does not. As far as they know, they are paying members of the public that have gone out to have a date and have a nice time. I mean, I've never... Yeah, you don't treat punters like that. I've never been to a sex club, but I'm sure one of the rules is that you don't draw attention to other people and go, ooh, look Customer them. service at all times. Yeah. And some... With emphasis on the service. It's yeah. just like... And some people were like, it's a roast. It's like, no, it's not. Stolas did nothing wrong. He's just sitting there on a date right. with his boyfriend. Are, are we being British and prudy? Because we can't stand roasts. I mean, I like it. For me, a roast is a nice food you eat on a Sunday where you like have some meat and some roast potatoes, maybe a Yorkshire pudding, and there's some form of gravy. Possibly. But yeah, I, I don't understand why you would watch somebody be insulted it's not my kind of humor i don't find it nice i don't find it witty i, just I don't find, find it, it unpleasant nice is that because we are the people that would be the target of roast very possibly yes so as far as i'm concerned these two are a pair of hypocritical cunts they've got no right to treat either of them like that so when millie did a will smith and kind of wax fizz in the face with, i with fucking the guitar, love I millie like, yay i mean i know she's probably doing it for moxie but because she 
she's so fond of Blitz. I think she was partly doing it for him as well, because don't forget, she is the number one Stolitz shipper. She has been saying from as early as possible, saying that he's Blitz's boyfriend. So she would just wanted him to shut up and leave her friends alone. So those two, they, they can continue their song and are snogging and having fun and being nice. Stolas is touched by Moxie's song and reaches over to touch Blitz's hand, but... Well, touch something else. No, it is just his hand. No. But Blitz is just angry and hurt and frustrated because he thinks that Stolas should have done a similar demonstration to Millie to stand up for him, say, how that's you my... How you you could tell that? by the way that he was looking at him. He was looking at Stolas. And then Stolas just covered his face with his menu. He didn't say anything. He didn't say, no, I'm not just having an affair with him. We're in love, etc. He wanted him to say that, but he didn't. So that's why he's hurt and that's why he wants to leave. So they go out. Um, I didn't see it that, as that. I saw it more the fact that he was hurt by everybody showing him up. Fizzarelli, his old childhood friend, um, his ex, Ferocica. No, he's most hurt by Stolas doing that. How do you that. know? Because you can tell that's just what happens. That's why, no, that's you projecting. That's why that's he that, that's acts you. like a dick to your way of thinking. So before we get on to their little argument, so um, Ozzy tells Millie and Moxie to get the fuck out because obviously they have just beaten up his boyfriend after all. As um, he scoops Fizz up off the floor and he isn't even pretending to just be friends at this point. They are clearly in love, clearly a couple, and he's furious at Millie for hurting him. So we now go to the palace where, despite them getting there by the elevator, um, Blitz is now driving him home in his yeah. van. How did that happen? Um, I don't know. I, and also there's meant to be like six hours between Imp headquarters and Stolas's mansion. So it's like, eh, six hours in the car? That must have been awkward. Not to mention that... It's between rings. Stolas is way bigger than that van. So he's sitting there with his legs around his ears. Oh, come thing. on. We've all had that issue where you've got into somebody's car for a lift and like you've got your legs wrapped around the person in the front seat. So, yeah, not you... intentionally, not in a <laughs> so that, way. That could be fun. <laughs> so, yeah, this car full of crap and horses and condoms and handcuffs and whatever. So, poor... Where are all the condoms? They, they are there. There's, like, extra large condoms. So, um, so they've obviously banged in the car at least once. So, Solus climbs out of the van and he says that despite everything, he's enjoyed spending time with him. And um, because Via's not there, um, would he mind coming inside for some wine? And Blitz shuts him down at this point. Because I know you think he's being a Blitz. He's being a Blitz? He's, he's being, being a bitch. He's being a bitch. But to carry on from what I was saying before, he does care about Stolas. He does have feelings for Stolas. But that... He's never done anything to actually say anything about them. But... He, from Stolas not standing up for him and not saying anything in Aussies, he just thinks that's confirmed that he is just his shagging piece, that he doesn't actually love him. And he does yeah, say... That doesn't make sense. It does, though. Not to me, it doesn't. And he says, don't pretend that you, our relationship's anything more than you wanting me to fuck you. Because Stolas is like, um, let's watch a movie, let's talk, let's cuddle. And Blitz is like, no. And some people saw this. As I don't get that. I really don't get that because it's nothing to do with like your failure to defend. Stolas did absolutely nothing wrong. Blitz should have actually been honest and upfront. 
It's a case That's of my both 50p. of them being really screwed up through, due to the abusive backgrounds they have. They can't communicate. Neither of them think they deserve love. And they're just completely misunderstanding each other. So Stolas is madly in love with Blitz. And Blitz is feeling his way to being in love with Stolas. But he still thinks at this point that... He just sees him as a naughty fetish that he shags once a month and then Which that's he doesn't. it. I know, but he doesn't know that. And the condescending way that Stolas occasionally speaks to him and, well, not sticking up for him. just Quiet, my little impy. Exactly. What's he supposed to think when he's calling him stuff like that all the time? Well, I call you my little Welsh rabbit. <laughs> Yeah, but we've been together for nearly 20 years, so I know that you love me. So, Do I? <laughs> anyway, um, so he drives off and they're both, a poor Stolas sits on the steps and cries. And um, then Blitz goes back into his apartment, which is messy and covered in horses. And he scribbled out all his pictures of himself on the wall. Um, he, and he's looking through his pictures on the phone. Yeah, there's one of him and Stolas in bed and he's actually smiling and looking happy. Um, there's one of him and Moxie and Millie. Um, there's one with Ferocica. There's a couple with him and Fizz. And then finally he stops on a picture of him, his mum and his sister. And then he starts crying and um, it finishes up with... Um, what's now known to be Blitz's theme, which is this lovely kind of musical box sounding piece of music, mm -hmm. which was apparently the um, music that was meant to be playing the first time Stolas ever saw him in the circus, mm -hmm. but they decided to use it here instead. So either way, it's the kind of combined Stolitz love theme, if you okay, stick that with that. So I get the feeling this was supposed to be a two-parter. Um, yes, that's right. There was meant to be a second bit to this where you had um him oh yeah because there's a sign on the door saying not to wait up because luna's at a hellhound party with tex and um that was meant to be the plot of the second half that he was meant to pick her up there and um get really wasted and get into some fights and from what happens in season two it suggested that that's when he finally admits to himself that he's in love with Stolas because he's behaved very differently to him since then but because there's been all sorts of legal wrangles and complications that hasn't been released yet but so what were the legal wrangles and complications we don't know something about a song i think i'm, I'm sure that's what somebody said at one point something well, about copyright but it, it will be released one of these days as a special viv said so this was a very important episode for the series. It's what finally brought home to everybody that this is the major storyline of Hell of a Boss, the relationship between these two, their complicated feelings for each other. Uh, is it, though? I mean, for me, it's all about the family dynamic. The uh, Moxie, Millie... Blitz. It's found Luna, family. Because once he gets with Stolas, Stolas and once... Via comes into the picture as well because there there was actually a spoiler that got accidentally posted that somebody very quickly deleted that apparently has Blitz saying about all of them, so Stolas and Via included, this is my family. Aww. So um, he will say that at some point. So it is about all of them as a found family. Lovely. I mean, and, and then, of course, there was nine months after this where there was... No further episodes, no further news. So you had people thinking they'd broken up. You had other people going, oh, good riddance. He's going to get punished. He's going to get killed by Stryker. Ha, oh, ha, ha. for fuck's sake. I know. They, they saw it as them getting their cubuppance for being a pair of slimy whatevers. And they just think, oh, how can you misread a show so badly? 
Well, twat's gonna twat. <laughs> exactly. But I, I think it's a great episode. I mean, mm, I, th- I really enjoyed it. It's... I thought it was really strong. The musical numbers were stunning. The backgrounds were, were lovely. Characterization. Yeah, the characterization is always consistent. I, I don't think the, con- the characterization or the vocal performances have, have ever had a weak point, so to speak. Although I wish Wally Wackwood would fuck off because at one point where all this is coming out, he goes, you're sleeping with an imp. And it's like, Wally, you know he is. You were there in Harvest Moon Festival when he was going, ah, with his fan. At yeah, but Wrestling. he didn't know that he was actually sleeping with him. He would just would have been perving. <laughs> but either way, it was just like... You know, there's a difference between going, whoa, they're hot and actually shagging them. Mm, and it's like, you're an imp as well, you self-hating weirdo. Well, maybe he wanted to shag stalls himself. You well, know, who can else. blame him after all? Maybe well, he's going to end up with, I keep wanting to say Victoria because she reminds me of Victoria Beckham. No, 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 no. Stella. No, he's going, everybody's shipping him with Verosica because, well, they have been seen in the same room together, unlike him and Stella, but you never know. I mean, I personally well, ship Stella with Stryker. I've been in the same room as Claudia Winkleman. I'm not shagging her. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, you could be presenting Strictly if that was the case. Okay, we've started singing the Strictly theme, so I think it's time I'm to Starting with the stars, the original version from the UK. <laughs> But that brings us up to date till now because there's going to be a new episode this weekend (laughs) where we finally meet Moxie's dad, Krim, and uh, Moxie's ex, Chaz, and various other hijinks that I'm looking very, very forward to. So, Well, you'll have to press the button because my fingers have gone numb from holding the phone. (laughs) Okay, right. So until next time, I love you guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. And you can also follow us on social media. We are at TentaclesNot on Twitter. And on Facebook, our page is called Not Just Tentacles. Speak to you soon. Bye.